0: Welcome back to Gay by Gay. Hi. We're happy. I really you. hope my
1: family's not listening to this. Can you imagine? Can have, you imagine my nana listening to this? Have, oh. <laughs> she she would be very concerned. I mean, when my sister wore a ball gown, she did mm-hmm. ask her um if she was decent underneath the yes. ball gown and if she was wearing a shift under there so that uh, no one could see her legs no. underneath her ball gown her floor length ball gown anyways
0: moving on i haven't <laughs> sent the link to my mom yet haven't even told her what it's called haven't it's not yeah. a, a that's maybe not a bad thing my i should send it, it to my time sister time though i think she would my sister would love this yeah she would love that episode about my dad i oh.
1: would never yeah. send this to my sister no
0: no you wouldn't your sister would hate it she wouldn't listen to it she no, she would not. No, she would not. Be like, this is stupid.
1: That's exactly yeah. I don't know why you gave her a British yeah. accent, but that's exactly what she <laughs> I was did saying. not say it like that. <laughs> you, did, you did too. Oh, oh my god. Okay. So it is the week of New Year's. Hello.
0: uh first off, I I uh, did you just say hello? Hello, <laughs> hello. New Year's. Hello twenty twenty one almost. Dear God,
1: let's just end this year. But <laughs> we hope you, we hope you all had a good holiday season. Um we hope that your restrictions weren't so much mm-hmm. that you couldn't get together with family or whatever. We hope that you found a little bit of peace and happiness over the holidays. Um, but Something I haven't had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> peace and, <laughs> and happiness. <laughs> but uh, we kind of figured it would be good to address the elephant in the room of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um because originally when we were planning to do these episodes we had said oh let's do you know new year's resolutions yeah. and we'll do you know a year in reflection. Well the thing is that as we were recording that episode we started realizing that we could fill an entire episode with just how we handled covid yeah. itself. So we figured you know what, screw it, let's just get it out of the way and I don't think talk I about it. it. But this is what I mean, is that we all handled it very, very, very differently because we all have different personalities. We each faced a different challenge. And, you know, (laughs) our year was so much more than just COVID because we were going through regular life. But COVID had such an impact on everything that I feel like if we didn't address it, Mm -hmm. uh, we we would just be ignoring, you know, big old Bertha in the room here.
2: We have a realist a pessimist and an optimist exactly so So,
1: um just kind of going down the list here Aaliyah, let's just start with you how did you handle um i mean you weren't even in the country when COVID. we have been hearing about it for weeks yeah because i know i i I had heard about it first because i remember looking at you guys and i remember uh this was right after that um ukrainian flight was shot down by iran Mm -hmm. and i remember discussing it with my oldest sister um and she was talking about it and i had looked at her and i said yeah i'm more concerned about this new disease coming out yeah. of china have you heard about it and uh within like what the month after yeah. that like everything just completely went up yeah like ass over tea kettle yeah. like completely turned upside Honestly, down at first i thought it was a joke
2: like i didn't think it was a real thing because i because th- I, I heard uh-huh. it was called corona so i was like people are ma- like making this up
1: it, it sounded like it should be a fake thing, but unfortunately it wasn't, yeah. and I followed mm-hmm. its progression as it started spreading, and I was like, this yeah. is going to be something unlike anything yeah. we have ever seen I, before. I was yeah.
0: really distracted, because I was caught up with my trip. Mm-hmm. My yeah. first interna- international trip all by myself. My first trip in general all by myself. All by myself. yourself. My first time on an airplane. That's yeah, and, and yeah, this, you went like right
1: before, I know mm-hmm. you got back. From your London trip, because you went to London, England for dance. Yes, I did. You got back literally, I think, two days before they closed the borders. Yeah, Yeah. that
0: was crazy. Like,
1: that that was it. Two days. Like, she came within a hair's breadth of not getting back into the country. My
0: dad wanted me to come home early, but it would have been, like... $3,500. $3,500. Oh, people were begging
1: for tickets. People and, were spending out I the know. ass to get a ticket home.
0: I know, and I was like, and, I have my ticket already. Because
1: I, I remembered messaging you, and I said, Aaliyah, yeah. no matter how much people offer you, like, do not sell your ticket. Yeah. I yeah. was like, you need to get back yeah. home. Do not sell your ticket.
0: It was uh, kind of nice. It was nice while everyone was freaking out at home because you guys actually had to stop doing in-person classes for dance. While you were gone. While I was gone. Because
1: you left and we were doing Mm in-person classes. You came back and we were locked down. Yeah, I know. Like, what a difference. Like You came back to a whole different world. You went across the sea, came back, and it's like you popped into a parallel universe where everything was just shitty.
0: I remember the last night I was in London. We had gone out for dinner and we were... No one was wearing masks. We were in person, and I remember having dinner with a couple of my friends and their parents, and um, one of the assistants who I got really close with. Um, that assistant is gay, and I was very excited <laughs> about sent that. She said on the podcast. <sighs> I should. Oh my gosh, I should. She's awesome. Um, I'll. I should tell that story. Oh, tell we story. will one day. We yeah. Will. I think that has a huge correlation to me realizing i was gay. Oh yeah. But <laughs> anyways, um no, i had dinner with them and i remember sitting there and thinking i was like, yeah, they're in lockdown at home and stuff, but i got to sit there and enjoy my meal mm-hmm. and Enjoy my time in that place. Little
1: did you know that it was yeah. like one of the last ones you would get for we like a year, out. basically. Yeah. I was freaking out. I was very worried about you. Everyone getting back. was
0: freaking out about me. Yeah, everyone was calling. My mom said everyone was calling her asking me when I was going to get home and stuff. We
1: we were all very concerned. Like I know I was I talking. To Abby a yeah, few times
0: yeah I was talking
1: to you like every couple of hours, <laughs> yeah. updating you on what the border situation yeah. was like. And I was like, Aaliyah, if I message you and say get home now, like I mean get yeah. home now.
2: Yeah, luckily, however, She'll, she she would have came I, and got you like on her broom. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes I would have No,
1: no, no. I ride a vacuum cleaner, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so I would have gone on my vacuum cleaner and I would have flown across the ocean and picked you up sucked and brought you back.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember you up. <laughs> I remember getting to London and having the airport being relatively empty and then going home and it was packed yeah. of people trying to get back to Try, where they came trying from. to go
1: back to where they came from yeah uh, number one who the hell is visiting canada especially because um, you were obviously at the winnipeg airport
0: oh it wasn't the winnipeg one it was the london one going okay. there because it's a oh major yeah airport. okay
1: i was gonna say like um, well then again i can kind of understand apparently what I, it's a major like,
0: european airport
1: there i i can understand desperately yeah. wanted to get out of winnipeg mm-hmm. before everything shuts down True. too because yeah. i wish i had escaped while i had the opportunity <laughs> I yeah. don't want to
0: be here anymore. Yeah, even get at the out. airport, no one was wearing masks yet. Like, oh my God, No, not pretty, at all. Yeah, it was different. They were different. so worried, then why weren't they wearing masks? I
1: don't know. No, no one knew how much this was going to be yeah. a serious thing yet. They yeah. just,
0: I need to get home before the borders close. That's what was That, that was okay. the big thing. No one was worried about, get, not a lot of people were worried about getting it yet. I
1: think at that point, the idea was trying to keep it out of the country, yeah. and we very quickly realized that that was not going mm-hmm. to be a yeah, thing. Yeah, because... But I know you came back, and I had warned you right before you came back. I was like, Aaliyah, you know that you're going to have to quarantine for two weeks. And you, at first, had thought that I was just kind of joking a little bit. And I was like, no, like, dead-ass serious. You and your family, because you're coming back from overseas – have to stay in your house it for was, two weeks. It
0: was kind of nice because I didn't have to feel that bad about it because we were ha- we were having the Zoom classes anyway, so it wasn't like I was being left out. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Because I would have felt horrible
1: about you, that. You you would have been far more. I would have been mortified. Yeah. <laughs> about having to miss yeah. like the in person classes, yeah. but we we had already had to, dance, to move Like online. in a suit.
0: Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would have. I would have stayed out the window and watched. Yeah. You would have been like, please. <laughs> <laughs> climb up the to the top windows and looked in. Be <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry can you repeat that I didn't quite see that
0: and then immediately after quarantine started and at that point we were still expecting to go to competition oh absolutely
1: we we had thought like we we got so close um you have to realize to competing that year we were within two weeks of our first competition and we lost like the week before it
2: was like yeah we lost everything yeah
1: and just kind of um moving on from kind of your situation to what Charlie and I were going through while you were gone we were very much in gear up mode because you know we spent a couple of like those last couple of weeks really pushing and getting our stamina up running everything cleaning everything costume runs hair runs makeup runs like everything that we need we were within like two weeks or like even closer like I think we were like a week and a half away it was like not you know the whole oh not this Saturday but next Saturday like that's what it was for us and we lost everything. And, you know, at first I kept saying, you know, we might miss the first one. We might miss yeah. the first two. But, you know, we'll we'll get, to, we'll the get last- to the rest of them. And, yeah. you know, hopefully they'll move the competitions to over the summer. And little did we know, we would not get to mm-hmm. compete at all.
2: I we cried.
1: lost... We yeah. lost everything that we worked for and I don't think I can put into words how devastated yeah. I was as the choreographer and as the teacher to see everything you guys had worked at and everything that I had worked at mm-hmm. just completely go up in flames. I
0: remember when I first got back, I was so like motivated, ready to go mm-hmm. and then I, w- I kept You being, were in gear up mode. Was, you were like, let's go. I kept being motivated for like a long time because I know I did the Chloe Ting challenge. I was like gearing up. I was that ready was, to go. No, that was me. We, were yeah. re-
1: we were really pushing in quarantine to stay in shape because yeah. we we were like we may only get like one week I actually to go asked. back to the yeah. studio. I, I looked awesome. We yeah. were like we need to work. And yeah. We need to make sure that we are ready yeah. to hit the stage the second they left quarantine, yeah. and they never did. I yeah. was going to runs then, like every
0: morning. And then I remember yep. when we heard, you know what? There's probably not going to be competitions at all this year. I was devastated. I had I gave no up. motivation to do
1: that, anything. That's when we I hit kind up. of May, yeah. and you know originally the idea was that oh you know they pick new dates over the summer, yeah. so we might compete over the summer. I knew. And at that point, once we got to May and we saw everything, and it was just like. We're not not going to get to go. And I I remember one of the hardest things I had to do was sit there on that Zoom call with everybody and say, we need to talk about which routines we want to keep and which routines we are going to put to rest. Mm -hmm. It very much, I, I don't think I can have a better way of explaining it than to say that it's very much, for all dancers, it's hard to let go of your routine at the end of the year. To let go of routines that you never got to perform on stage It very much felt like, and you know, I couldn't even put into words how upset I was. And I was trying to very much hide it from all of my students. I was devastated because as the choreographer, each one of those pieces is like a little piece of me.
2: Yeah.
1: And I remember, I'm a very private person. I am the type of person to face things head on. And then when I get home, I have a breakdown, but I do it by myself. I don't let anybody Mm -hmm. see me. And I remember I had actually come over. I'd gone over to my mom's house one day and I remember just sitting there on the couch and she looked at me and she said, Abby, are you okay? And I just had a full blown meltdown Mm -hmm. there on her couch, which would never happen. I said, I don't understand why I'm struggling with this so hard. And she looked at me and said, well, Abby, I very much imagine that this is what it feels like for you, what any woman would feel like having a miscarriage. Where, you know, you've spent so long cultivating. She said, you've literally spent 9 to 10 months cultivating all of these routines, all of these little babies for you. You know, you've spent time on them, you've worked on them. And then at the last second, all of a sudden you miscarry and now you have nothing to show for it. You have lost everything. And that is the best thing that I heard because that's exactly how it felt to me. It felt like having a miscarriage... A week before you give birth and realizing that there is no baby to love. There is no baby to hold. There are no memories. There is no nothing. Yep. All I have are the ghosts of what could have been. And that was so hard for me. I think I was devastated. The
2: hardest one for me was, like, my solos. But for some reason, the hardest one for me was Undertow, our trio. The
1: trio. It was a very emotional trio that you guys worked damn hard on. It was a last
2: minute. A last minute. (laughs) It was a last last minute minute. thing. Like, we literally, we finished... I think I we, we finished remember. the week. Aaliyah was
1: leaving on like the Friday. Yeah. We had finished it the on the Wednesday before. because I yeah. had changed a bunch of stuff in yeah. it. Uh, and I had said, we need to get these changes down yeah. and they finished so that got, when Aaliyah comes we back, we can really go. Late on yeah. it too. We did. And we finished it. Because yeah. we originally weren't going to do anything. Yeah. And then at the very last minute, I looked at um, you two and one other person, Kaylee, and I had said, this is the trio I've been waiting for yeah. for this music. Yeah. Because for me as a choreographer, yeah. I always wait until I find the right people. I have a million different ideas, but I will never put those ideas into motion mm. and I will never start to work on these ideas until I find the right people yeah. to fit the routine. I don't make... But that's not necessarily true because when it comes to my solos, I make routines that fit the person. Yeah. So it really depends it, on it what I'm working with. On what it is. But I had had this concept for a while, and I found you three, and I was like, this is the group that needs to do this because they will put on stage exactly what I'm looking for.
2: I just think it was hard for me because we worked on it. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It it was holding out hope and then just going,
1: we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. You know, we've got hope. We'll get to compete later. Uh, We might miss one or two
2: competitions. And And then it was just just, realizing we had nothing. That was a routine that we fought for. I remember you saying, you're like... I don't know if we're going to be able to do it because it's so last minute. And yeah. we are like, no, we'll put in work. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. You guys
1: put in oh. so much work. Yeah. And I remember and we, we need- lost
2: it all. We recorded it for the first time. And didn't look yeah. that bad. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. So I think losing that routine was probably one of the hardest.
1: Yeah. I think one of the other hard things for me is that we don't even have a record of what we worked nope, on I because know. we didn't have an opportunity. to post everything on YouTube. We normally do on our YouTube channel. Not this YouTube yeah, channel yeah. for Gay by Gay, <laughs> but oh, our, dance. our dance YouTube yeah. channel. Yes, I know, multiples. <laughs> Look at me go. Um, but we usually post all of our routines. And the hardest thing to me is not having anything to look back on because there are times that I'll go back and watch everyone's old routines and see the growth year to year. And I feel like we're just missing an entire year. You know, we had students, um, one of our youngest students who was still a mini at that point, she had gone from one year struggling to learn her choreography oh mm-hmm. to all of a sudden doing, like, a borderline elite yeah. like acrobatic elite, routine. She's
2: an elite mini. Yeah. She no, she no. is,
1: and I feel so bad that I don't have this yeah. record of the year but that the she world. really learned all yeah. of her tricks and everything because now you would never know. Um, we are actually trying to get her funding to compete yes. at the, uh, the World Cup of Performing you, Arts you, as a contortionist. Love <laughs> you, <Yeah. laughs> whoa, 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 Love you, Um But, you know... She we're trying to find her the funding so that she can compete as a Canadian delegate mm-hmm. under the act of contortion. Yes. She went from one year not being able to do any tricks, she couldn't do a walkover, she, being she, able she, to
2: do a she
1: couldn't yeah. even do a chest stand. Yeah, And then, she like, the next year, chair. she yes. is an elite contortionist learning some of the same tricks mm-hmm. you have, Charlie. And... It's so hard because I don't have a record it's so sad. of her growth. Yeah. I don't have a record of your growth. I don't have a record yeah. of anybody's yeah. growth. I don't yeah. have a record of some of the students who didn't get to compete with us this year because their oh. parents didn't have the finances. So sad. Mm-hmm. I lost everything that those students worked for in an entire year. We lost? We have no record um, of them. Here's
0: the thing. A lot of um, I know a lot of performers out there like the growth and like the classes and stuff, but there's a lot of performers out there who do it for the performance. They do, and we didn't get we that. We missed out, and the girls who were with us, and that was their first year, they dropped out now this year.
1: Yeah. And... They will never get that. They will
0: never get... Well, not with us, at least. We'll
2: mm. never get that experience. Yeah. I'll never forget I'm, that one person, but we're not I, I, that.
1: I know <laughs> that a couple of them have completely stopped because... Yeah. The quarantine has really affected a yeah. lot of performers very yeah. badly where a lot of them are completely... Dr- I've known girls who have completely stopped dancing, yeah. completely yeah. stopped gymnastics, completely stopped all of that yeah. sort of yeah. stuff because they just can't do it.
2: Yeah. It's so sad. They spent so
1: long in quarantine that it just ruined them.
2: Like, people would think that quarantine would help you get better and, like, be a time for, like, no, self-help, self-love and self-help, not a, but I, everyone I says worse. Everyone says worse. it, but I'm sorry.
1: Um, is anybody... Like, I know... Yeah. I got so out of shape Mm -hmm. when I was in quarantine, and then I went back to dance and I started getting back in shape. And now that we're back in quarantine, like my mental health is wrecked again. My body health is wrecked again. I think
2: I had really, I think I had abs right up until you were like, okay, so now we need to choose what routines we're going to get yeah. rid of. And, and at was that like, point, oh. the
1: devastation set in, and yeah. we just lost all motivation. Yeah. And, you know, getting back in September, getting back to the studio and everything, we had that new motivation, new year, and now that we're back in lockdown, and we're like, yeah, we really don't know if competition's going to happen again this year, yeah. I feel like all that motivation is gone because yeah. we're not even done. Stem normally, staying. normally by December, I like to have all of our choreography oh. done. We're not even halfway not done there. most of our routines yeah. yet, if I'm really honest.
2: I think because, you were saying you were thinking of cutting some routines even.
1: Because when we get back, there's going to be almost no time to yeah. work on them.
2: Yeah. Yep. Mm, sucks. It's,
1: it, it's awful. Heartbreaking. Quarantine and COVID have absolutely wrecked not just our, I'm not going to say that it wrecked the studio. I'm going to say that it has wrecked the performing arts industry. So many things. I mean, I look at a lot of the things that I love the most. I love live theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Broadway. No nope. Cirque du Soleil. No yeah. traveling. No off Broadway. No live performance at all. Yeah. You know, and that breaks my heart. I mean, and even even looking at school students who don't get to do band and everything yeah. because you're blowing through the instrument. And you can't. You know, you can wear a mask when you're singing, but you can't when yeah. you're wearing wearing an instrument
0: (laughs) when you're wearing an instrument. (laughs) However, I will say the one good thing is that it put a lot of free at home resources into the world especially for dancers. Mm -hmm. Um, It did. I can go. The Bria space, CLI
1: studios. Yeah
0: that kind of thing but even like the free stuff for the kids at home who don't have the money. There is now resources out there for that. I remember Ryan
1: Friedman doing
2: like a whole class and everything like that was amazing. The the
0: free stuff. Oh like uh oh (laughs) for the people out there who haven't gotten the chance to take a convention stuff like that because it's so expensive. Oh yeah. Just getting to take classes with these sort of uh, world renowned
2: uh, choreographers
1: absolutely it I was a huge opportunity it, most,
2: like, let me, huh. it just breaks my heart people who have really bad home life yeah like and they can't I mean that
1: that has been one it's of the so hardest horrible. things and you know as much as I've been going through this very bad mental space having lost everything and feeling very much like I'm losing everything again like I'm struggling with this idea moving forward where we may not get to compete again this yes. year. And it very much makes me feel like, why am I putting in all of this yeah. work and all this effort if I'm just going to lose everything but again?
2: Then a thing I think about is, well, why are we doing it if we're not, if you might not be able to compete? But then another thing I think about is what if we do get to compete and we're not even ready? I, I know. And it's the struggle, right? Yeah. It's the
1: struggle. Um, it, the hardest thing for me to watch is how it has affected my students mm-hmm. because I call my students my kids. We've talked about this before. They mean the absolute world to me. You have... And watching some of you (sighs) guys struggle, watching you struggle with the quarantine, Aaliyah, because you are such a people person. Charlie, watching you go through that depression was was very hard. hard. And I know that there are a few of my students out there who have very tough home lives. And I know that... They get through every single day because they look forward to coming to the studio. mm -hmm. The
2: only reason they do anything. They get
1: through their home life because they know that the studio is their second home and that they can come there if they need a safe place. Knowing that right now the studio is closed because we can't gather is very hard because I know that these students are left without resources and they're my kids. I want to be there for them. I know that their home lives aren't very good. Mm -hmm. And it scares me Mm -hmm. that I can't reach them right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, they are part of my family, and I want nothing more than to make sure that Just they are either. okay, and yeah. I can't do that right now. It's so hard. It, it's awful.
2: I think one of the hardest things for me was losing my pets and some family members. Yep. Not due to COVID, necessarily, but I lost a lot of things during COVID. It,
1: it, it, I feel like things happen every single year that are hard to handle. Mm-hmm. I think COVID... Being an umbrella over everything mm. has made everything harder. Any losses, you know, normally you could escape to dance, you could have a shoulder yeah, to cry yeah. on with the quarantine and everything. There have been no people, so you've been left without resources, you couldn't gather, you yeah. couldn't mourn mm-hmm. properly. Like there was so much that COVID made so hard that it did make it harder to get over stuff like that. Yeah. Like I know for me, unfortunately, um, I lost one of my fur babies. I lost my Lucy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um my Lucy. Your Lucy. My baby boy, my little Lucifer. Um, I lost him, and one of the hardest things for me was that I could not be in the vet's office with him while he was being examined, mm-hmm. and I got to go in and hold him before they put him down, but I had to wear a mask the entire time. I couldn't kiss I him. I couldn't kiss him, yeah. I was so upset, and honestly, he seemed a little bit bothered by the mask, and that devastated me.
2: Last thing he saw was you wearing a mask,
1: just your eyes. And that devastated me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even explain it. Like, it, as if losing some, like, an important part of your life Mm -hmm. like that isn't hard enough, but having all of those COVID restrictions made it even harder. And that is the thing that I am the most bitter about, you know, not just all the losses that COVID gave us, but even just how hard it made everything else to it makes, handle.
2: It was so sad. But, I remember, like, remember in the summer when started when things started getting better and like lifting and were, we started like, actually finding yeah, hope again. You were like able to kind of go out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just remember when I lost my first cat. I don't know what he had. Some weird thing, but I lost uh, FIV. Something like that, Because yeah. I remember you calling
1: yeah. me very upset. Oh my God, upset. I was
2: so sad. And like I remember
1: Abby. having to talk to your mom yeah. about what was happening. Because I know, because yeah. um, my family has raised quite a few um, cats over the years. And <laughs> a few. <laughs> FIV has been a real problem up near yeah. our cottage, yeah. actually. And some of our friends had had a problem, so I'd seen the symptoms before. Yeah. So I knew what it was. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell you, but I... Yeah. That's why I chose to talk to your mom, because I, I, I knew that she would be a little more subjective <laughs> yeah. about exactly what was happening.
2: Yeah, I was so upset.
1: Because I was actually the one who warned her mm-hmm. about the second cat,
2: because
1: yep. you had two in the house, and I had said that if the first one is sick, mm-hmm. there's no way the second one isn't yeah. going to get it. Probably already has it. It's not going to be very long. The second one
2: was the one I've had for, I had him for a year, almost, and he yeah. was like, my my. My baby, and the first one that passed away, I had him for a while, but I liked the. Well, I didn't necessarily like the other one, but I had a closer. You had a closer bond because I had him longer, so losing him was devastating. It was so hard. It was like like me losing my Lucy. Yeah, like horrible. It was absolutely devastating. I remember because I was happy that
1: day. (gasps) Yeah, because you would come back from visiting with Ali and I. You went back, and it was within 20 minutes Mm -hmm. of Of me getting home, and I texted him like abby he's he, dying He
2: and you're like sh- you're like fuck I,
1: like, I, I literally sat there and i went oh shit no yeah. and i was
2: like great because i was like i
1: just cheered this kid up i
2: just got her back tonight. and now
1: she's in pieces again like god yeah. i just finished gluing you back together
2: <laughs> yeah but it's okay i can't have another cat for another year but it's okay But I feel like we
1: have very much learned a lot about ourselves when it comes to COVID. (laughs) Some of it is good and some of it is not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we very much learned how we handle different situations. Like I know for me, I learned that I cannot live without competition because um, I started entering entering, um, virtual races. Um, actually just two days ago, I completed a 200 kilometer run. Not, not all in one go. I did not run for like 200 straight kilometers. I would be dead. But, um, I just completed a 200 kilometer run. Um, the one I did before that I think was about 150. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm choosing another one to go on. I haven't selected which one I'm going to do, but I'm very excited. But I've learned that I can't live without competition. I need some way of pushing myself because to me... If you're not competing for something, what's the point of living? Like I know that that's, that's the like point of living. I know that that's like an insane stance to take, but that's just the way I am. Even when I was younger, I was an extremely competitive kid. So to me, if I'm not working for something and I'm not working yeah. towards something, I get such bad sedentary depression where it's like, what does anything mean? What's the point of anything? Yeah. I don't live day to day. I live for moving forwards mm-hmm. towards a goal. And now I know that about myself. Yeah. I can't be idle. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I went from working. Full-time at the studio, a full-time job, bartending on the weekends, and working at a local community rink during the winter on the weekends as well. And then I went to literally being locked in my apartment 24-7. Like, my mental state was
0: bad. I learned that I need people, well, who who didn't know that, but (laughs) I didn't. As I much,
1: didn't. It, it was very difficult oh, for you. I
0: was awful. Uh, that
1: sort of quarantine. Because, I mean, I'm more of an introvert anyway, yeah. and if I struggled, I can't I'm even not. imagine what you two were going through.
0: not. Especially, ooh, my dad was home for most of that, yeah. too. That sucks. Your troll. My Your troll, troll, in, dad. The troll oh, in the basement. The troll in the basement who's growing, like, probably moss and mold on him. <laughs> yeah, I swear he does, man. He'll just His north side is covered in <laughs> yes. moss. But, yeah, I learned that I needed people. I learned that... You know, parts of my life before quarantine was, unknowingly to me, a life that I didn't really want, mm. because
2: you I... You
1: being straight. Yeah. <laughs> straight. 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 With giant air quotes. I'm
2: going to yeah. post a TikTok right. of a visual of you coming out of the closet. Yeah? Okay. You do. Yeah. Yep. You do. <laughs> we'll you do. We'll it
0: to this episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, um...
0: You know, I realized, hey, wait, because I was so... I'm always so busy. What song is it, Aaliyah?
1: You're very, you're,
0: <laughs> you're very much like
1: me, though, because yeah. you live your life. You know, a lot of people work so that mm-hmm. they can do the things that they love. Yeah, we right. very much work because it is what yeah. we love. It yeah. is how we identify ourselves, weirdly enough, is yeah. by our work ethic. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of dancers yeah. are this way, where you kind of judge yourself, like based on how much work you're putting into mm-hmm. stuff. And I think all of a sudden having everything taken away, your job, your yeah. dance, your everything, you're just like, who am I? What yeah. do I do? Who, yeah. Like, um, what is my life yeah. without yeah, everything literally. that I work for? Like, yeah. who am
2: I without this?
1: I am my jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I identify myself by my work ethic. I identified Mm -hmm. myself, my personality was a mix between a teacher and a waitress. I identified myself by saying, yeah, I work basically three full-time jobs. What about
0: it? And then it got really bad because I was always, I wanted to do things, but I couldn't find the energy to do it. So I was doing nothing. That has been the biggest problem. And I was so upset because I felt so...
1: It's the lack of motivation because you're like, what's the point of anything? I felt so
0: useless. I'm like, I love to do these things, but why can't I seem to do them? You know, that was, remember the, that, that was the biggest struggle uh, for
1: you because even when we got yeah. back to dance, Charlie, convincing you to get up off your booty no. and actually go and do something, it was hard to even convince yeah. you to stretch when we first went back over the summer. And I was like, Charlie, do you want to start learning your solos? And you were like, hmm. Not today, I'm kind of sore. And that is a response that you never oh. would have given me. I wasn't me before. even sore.
2: I was mentally I, sore. I, I, I was, checking very, my body I remember sore.
1: looking at Aaliyah and I was like, Aaliyah, I'm yeah. worried that Charlie's gonna consider quitting. Yeah. I was like, I think she might I don't be think, done. I, I, think think wall. <laughs> I was like, Charlie's hit the wall. I was like, quarantine is ruined her. I
2: wasn't even considering quitting. I was just. You had no motivation. I had no, no, not at all. No mental motivation to get time, up and do it. I came in and I was wearing like a hoodie and like these giant sweats. I mean, when do I not wear that? But usually <laughs> I don't wear my hood up and I have, like, my hair down. I usually look nice. <laughs> that day I had my hair up. I was looking tired. And Abby's like, Charlie, do you want to show Gracie, a, like, a move, like, a trick? Yeah, because
1: like, we yeah. were working with um, one of our little ones yeah. on contortion. Yeah. And I had asked you to demonstrate a move and even convincing you to do that. Like, yeah. you kind of half-assed it. Yeah. And then you are like, Abby, I'm too sore. I can't do it again. Yeah. And I remember just sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, Oof. oh, my God. What's wrong? What's wrong? How do I fix this? Because that's my big thing, right? Yeah. That's part of how I identify yeah. myself. I'm the fixer. Yep. You know, people are like, I'm the giver. I'm the Bob the, the Builder. I, I love you. <laughs> I'm the fixer, Aren't right? You the one
0: that liked Bob the Builder. Yeah, I was yeah. Bob the Repairman. Bob the Repairman. Abby <laughs> <a> repair <laughs> the repairwoman,
2: <warmer. laughs> the
1: repairwoman. I I am very much one of those people where I identify by being able to fix others. Because I mean, I already know that I can't fix my own problems. No. That's why I fix everybody Wait, else. else. But you know, seeing you guys struggle and realizing that for the first time. I didn't know how to help anybody. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to fix this because I was going through it too. And I was like, if I can't even save myself with the same problem, how the hell am I going to help them?
2: Yeah,
1: It's like being in, you know, the middle of the ocean and realizing, oh my God, I don't know how to swim. And then also seeing you two drowning and I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to swim. How do I teach them how to swim so that they don't die too? (laughs) It was just, you know... The whole point of solving other people's problems is that they're not the same as my problems because I don't know how to solve my problems. So how do you help somebody when they have the same problem as you and you don't know how to solve your own problems?
2: Somehow you managed to fix me. I think it was I, don't know how. I
1: I think it was just time and yeah. you visiting you, you guys lots helped yeah. me a lot. I I remember the first day that we got back together cuz oh I, I took you guys it's up to horrible. the cottage <laughs> yeah. because I was originally going to take all of our dance girls because it's a yearly thing we do but there were still so many restrictions it at was that like point it was like five
2: people in a room or something. Yeah, it, yeah. it
1: wasn't going to happen so I So, took, only
2: three of us, so I ended up yeah. taking
1: you guys um and I remember that entire first Two days that we were there, it was circulating between yeah. laughing and literally in the middle crying, of it, just one of crying. us would start to cry and we would just have like this yep. full breakdown. Yeah. Each, all of all yeah. three of us had one because I think, Aliyah, yours was first. Yeah. I know, I think mine was second um the next I, morning i bottled mine up until like you were like the second to last yeah. night that we were there it took and you a while it took you a while I remember
2: because, because uh, you were
1: so numb and then it was just like being with us slowly kind of melted away that numbness and then the next thing i knew like you were shaking you were crying and i was like yeah. there it is do you is. remember when
2: i got into the car and i was wearing like all black and i just sat there with my arms crossed the entire I time the, the whole yeah. way up the and then whole Lisa way up what's wrong that's when he came that's up that's when me. i came and i was like I already know that you're gay, and you're like, yeah. It was just, we,
1: we were all at different stages where Aaliyah was just ready to break at yeah, any second. Yeah. You know, my biggest thing... It, I was actually doing fine. Something separate set me off the next morning. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it, it, was kind, it was kind of like a floodgate where yeah. like a little bit of water started seeping through the cracks. And, and then it it, there was just so much pressure that it just burst the dam. Yeah. It so wasn't well, intentional. Yeah. I probably, if it had not been for the situation that had happened that morning, I don't know that I would have broken yeah. down. But it yeah. was just too much at that point. And then yeah. everything yeah. came out. Yeah. And then with you, Charlie, I actually had to work quite hard to get you to open up. Cause you were very just like closed down, like you did not want to think about it, you did not want to deal with it. And then I remember just kind of poking at you, and then I knew once once the you, you said know, that's one thing, and I was like, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I, I saw
1: I saw the lip go, and I was like, oh oh oh, she's cracking, she's breaking, and like, the, go up.
2: And then yeah, the, the tears the tears and, uh, start to
1: well up, and I was like, ah, oh, there she
2: is. And
1: yeah. You're
2: like, and you and I looked at each other. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, there oh, we go. The happens. release. No, you're
2: like, you said something like, oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was your little reaction. We were waiting for yeah. it. And you were just so numb that it was like, how do we get yeah. her to break? Because you, you've never been a numb person before. You've yeah. always been very forward with your emotions and thoughts and I feelings. Her, I
0: remember going to bed every night and going, why hasn't she cried yet? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and then you did. And then yeah. we were like, ah, oh, there she is. See, the whole
2: time, like, I usually sit with my legs wide open. <laughs> that and, sounds yeah, no l- really though I always sit like that or I'm like comfortable like, the whole time there until I started crying I sat there with my legs closed and my arms even. Crossed, even your
1: body was like, language was very yeah. like closed off it was very like yeah. you looked like you were holding yourself I together like yeah. literally, like even physically, like you were just trying to hold I wasn't it all even together. Talking. I
2: wasn't even laughing. That's something I never did.
1: <laughs> no, you were so numb, I don't think you could feel anything else. And no. you were just so afraid of approaching all of these yeah. emotions. And it just took a lot of convincing to get you to finally open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And once you did, then it was you know, it sounds disgusting, but as I always say, it's like lancing an infected wound. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you need to get all of the gross pus and everything yep. out. You need to clean it.
2: Yep. But
1: that. Hurt. it
2: hurts, it so, hurts bad.
1: so bad oh and sometimes you don't even know where to start and sometimes it's easier to go to somebody else and with you looking in the other direction just have yeah. them do the deed for you and just you know stopped stopped
2: that me. pain in a long time just
1: take the scalpel and rip yeah. into it and get everything out
2: i love it when you carve me open yeah me too. It helps. It's a talent. You <laughs> don't even get it though. Like I'll tell her, I'm like, I Abby, mean, you helped me. And you'll be like, but I didn't do anything. And
1: that laugh. That's like the hardest part for me
0: because I normally do look at you guys and I'm like, but I feel like I haven't done it. A- Stop <laughs> sniffing people. Why
2: are you smelling me? I got a whiff of peanut butter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: it's your cookies. I think you- oh my, wow. Like, no joke, I got like a. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I thought you smelled
2: baloney again. No.
1: The like, last time you smelled baloney, yeah. you cried. Baloney.
2: Yeah. I thought it was Michaela. Michaela, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I love you.
1: <laughs> I hope Michaela's not listening because no. I think she's going to be very afraid listening to this yes. content. Yeah. I know a couple of my other angel babies yeah. uh, have found us because they followed us on Instagram lately, and all I can say is that I'm so sorry, girls. I am so sorry. You never knew this side of me and you never should have known this side That's of like, me. I and, love you and I'm sorry. It's like Fight
0: Club. Don't talk about yeah. Fight Club.
1: The, <laughs> the first rule about Fight Club, you don't God. talk about Fight Club. The first rule about gay by gay, gay, gay by, by gay, gay by guy. Gay by gay, gay, guy. Gay by <laughs> guy. guy. <laughs> guy, guy. Uh, the first rule is to um, share with everybody because... Yeah. Um, We want more listeners. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But no, to my sweet little baby angels out there, I'm so sorry. I think
2: you guys suspected this side of me because I say a lot of things and dance.
1: (laughs) I think they've all suspected you. I don't think anyone suspected me. No,
2: they think you're just like this angel
1: person. The number one thing I get is, Abby, you're like the straightest person I know. And I'm just like, (laughs) if
0: only you knew the truth. I'm not.
1: But COVID has been a very hard year. And, you know, even just talking about it, it feels a little bit cathartic, just Mm -hmm. everything we went through. Um, but moving forward, I think is the easiest thing to do. And yeah. yes, there is still quite a bit of a way to go. You know, there's the whole vaccine thing going on. Mm-hmm. And there's so many questions because the future is so unknown at this point. But all I can say is... Just-
0: Into
1: the unknown! <laughs> Into the unknown! God. Um, but all I can say is just, you know... Take it gay by gay. Take it
0: gay by gay. <laughs> <laughs> Take it gay um, by Talk gay. to people. Tell the people in your life that you love them. Yes. If you love them. If you, uh, love, if them. you love them. Yeah. Talk to the people you know. I mean, um, I don't
1: appreciate either of these two, but here I am. Reach out
0: to friends and family. Um, check check on your peeps. Make Be sure peach. they're doing good. The best
1: thing I can say is love that your if, if you have somebody who has gone quiet on you, And you're messaging them and they're not answering. Mm -hmm. Keep pushing. I know normally I would say give them their space. No, no, no. Keep pushing. They need somebody like, you. they need somebody who is willing to go the full mile and go, I know you're not okay. Talk to me. Because that is one of the hardest things to find right now.
0: And you know, be kind to yourself. Like,
1: it's totally
0: normal to not have that much motivation. Like, it sucks.
1: I call it sedentary depression yeah. for a reason. It's yeah. when you sit still for so yeah. long that you start to become a block of wood.
2: Yep, you and like you that. don't
1: feel anything. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything. Yep. It's just every day sucks. You every day feels seen like my forever. Room
2: during quarantine, gosh.
1: Oh, the the messy house yeah. depression. It oh. was
2: like you know, like the show, like the hoarders thing. Hoarders. Oh, it was like that. I, I, it was like like that. I like that.
1: I feel like that's almost yeah. how everybody's everything yeah. was looking. Yeah. Like I know my apartment was heading in that direction because I I didn't even have the motivation to clean. Like finding the motivation to even get up and like wash your hair and everything yeah. was you know why? Hard I'm not some going days. anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that mentality of why I'm not I doing anything. Think
2: yeah. There was like um a little moulding of myself in my bed for how long I stayed in bed. I would believe it. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty
1: sure I'm pretty sure my desk chair has like an imprint of, of my flat
2: <laughs> ass <laughs> cheeks
1: imprinted into it. And there's probably just like a small little divot yeah. where my butt sits. <laughs> probably where your cats sit when you're not there. Probably both of them like this um, one sits balls. in one this one sits in one butt cheek, this one yeah. sits in the other butt cheek. Yep. Yep. Oh yes. I believe it. <laughs> God. But, you know, um, in the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other non-COVID-related yeah. struggles that we had. A
2: little bit more happy things, I'd say.
1: Happy. Uh, better than COVID, at least.
2: Better
1: than yeah. Um, But that's all for this episode, and we will talk at you in the next one. Talk at you?
2: We're not talking with them. I was going to say, I'm not talking uh, to
1: them, necessarily, because um, they can't respond to me. Talk into their ears.
2: Um, I mean, this is a microphone. You can feel me, right?
0: I know you guys Stop can. Stop it! They
2: can't! Take it gay by gay guys. Bye. Bye.